I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Friday, and I'm here with Anna Navarro. This is Behind the Table. Okay, it is Friday. I am here with Anna, and pandemonium is breaking loose here in the podcast studio. The set just collapsed behind us, almost hit me. Anna did not flinch. I'm very out of sorts now. I don't understand this. This is a big-time podcast. We're a big-time show, and the set's falling apart. What do you think, Anna? I think you're cheap. You think I'm you cheap? You need to spend more money. I think we might. We have these these panels that are barely hanging on for dear life. Tell me, what, <laughs> tell me what's going on with your house. You were telling me something that you just dealt with. Well... Because I'm, I'm, uh, as we're sitting here, I'm trying to pick out tiles, because I had to do an entire reconstruction of an area of my house. Because the things that happen in Miami, a raccoon came through a f- palm frond onto my roof, ate a hole through my roof. It rained, water got in. It has been a disaster, a disaster. I had to take my guest house down to the studs. Because of this uh, raccoon. So let me just say, I hate raccoons. I think they should all die. I don't care if they are cute. I don't care if PETA comes after me. This raccoon, this raccoon, this raccoon needs to die. Does Did the raccoon actually get inside? I told them I didn't want to know yeah. details. This is why I keep thinking New Yorkers. Yes. You know, there's all these New Yorkers who have moved down to Miami, mm-hmm. right? And I keep thinking to myself, like I wake up every morning thinking, okay, when are they going back to New York? Because living in Miami is so high maintenance. Like, you know, here people in New York live in apartments and they have a a, a super or they have somebody take care of all this stuff. In Miami, you need all sorts of people to help. And then there's, you know, there's raccoons. Yeah. There's iguanas. Giant iguanas. You had a whole thing with giant iguanas. They <laughs> in your pool. There's lizards. There's pythons that yeah. eat your your Yorkies. Yeah, I mean it's it's there's alligators. There's alligators walking around the street. I'm telling you, and and there's no Broadway, and nobody at Publix. Uh, you know, if you go to Publix and try to order from the deli in in English, it could be a while. Yeah, and there's Ron DeSantis. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Speaking of the Republican Party, uh, mm. looking at the news of the week, the chaos in the uh, House GOP is continuing. We didn't really get too much time to talk about it today. What, what's your take on this? I feel like we're going to talk about it for days because it seems like there's no real resolution. There's no real candidate. There's no real leader. Look, I, I understand Steve Scalise uh, and where he's coming from. He would have probably had to make, so so to give viewer, uh, listeners the 101, Steve Scalise won the nomination to be the, the Republican speaker earlier in the week. And then last night, he left the nomination and he said, I'm out because he didn't have the vote. And he probably didn't want to do what Kevin McCarthy did and run the same fate of handing his soul and his spine and everything else to a bunch of wackos. He probably had to make a bunch of a ton of concessions in order to become speaker. And it's just not worth it to them be held political hostage by by a group of of insane people. Do you have a prediction of what it's going to end up? Do you think it's Jim Jordan now? Is it uh, some kind of compromise with the Democrats? What do you think happens? I have no idea. I have no prediction. Uh, who would have predicted any of this? Right. Yeah. I have no prediction because I think you know. I, I like. I keep seeing people. There's a there's a congressman from Miami who's saying he's going to vote for Kevin McCarthy no matter what. Right. So I don't know how any of them 
get to the magic number. Yeah. Well, if there wasn't so much, if the world wasn't on fire, it would be fun to watch. But unfortunately, here we are. Well, that's the thing that, you know, look at what's happening in Israel. And in Israel, there's a lot of people who don't like Netanyahu one bit. Back in the United States, there's a lot of people who don't like Netanyahu one bit. But he, after this happened, he formed a unity government and it became very, and it happened Automatically. It right. happened organically almost. And people who are uh, very anti-government were showing up to volunteer to be part of the Israeli Defense Forces. And they put the partisanship aside. And I think we need to learn from that. That there, You know, there's just times when this clown show, all these performances, the clicks on Twitter, they, they put that on an end because... The world is on fire, and if we think that this is going to affect America, we're just dead wrong. Right. I mean, it's not dissimilar to, to what happened here after 9-11, right. and, and, but you do wonder if, God forbid, something like that happened today, if people would be able to put it all behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, let, let's move on from the ridiculous to the sublime. Uh, we talked about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith earlier this week and their split, and as always, when we bring up a late-breaking pop culture story, I wouldn't say you're resistant, but you're less than enthused in the room, I would say, when we have like a last minute. By the way, we're talking about celebrity marriages. But you were game, and you got into it, and you've gotten a lot of attention for your take on this. Were you surprised? Well, first of all, I wasn't game. I was made to talk about this <laughs> I'm trying issue. to give you the credit. You yeah. realize, listen, I I, at this point, I will talk about anything that is in The Golden Bachelor. Yes. That, to me, is we the equivalent today, of torture, thank the, God. We almost did. Oh, God, help me. I yeah. can't believe that I'm on on Fridays and The Golden, Golden Bachelor is on, on Thursdays. Thursday nights. But, um, no, I, you know, so I don't know uh, Will Smith or Jada. I don't think I've ever met them. But they are friends of friends of mine. And... Um, I kind of feel I like Will Smith so much. I grew up with him. I grew up mm -hmm. with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I love his movies. I like his vibe. Yeah. I like him. He seems like such a nice guy. And I feel sorry for him. I feel like he's continuously being belittled and embarrassed by by Jada for I don't know what reason. I want to be taken off the group chat. I want to be <laughs> taken off the family thread. I don't want to know all of these things that uh, that she, uh, not he, that she is uh, is putting out there. I don't know. I don't understand what the need for it is. Yeah, I mean, the amount of attention that your comments got was kind of staggering. I told you, hundreds of articles were written on uh, my take on Will and Jada. Oh my God, more than the stuff that I've said about Trump. I've spent six years. Yes. Saying the man is a criminal. I think you missed your calling. You should be on E. I think that's what should happen. You should be on, like, uh, Entertainment Tonight giving us breakdowns on celebrity gossip. People want to hear your take. Well, I'll tell you what. I will never, ever, ever say anything bad about Beyonce or about Taylor Swift because no. the followers of those two women will cut you. That's true. That's true. Listen, I grew up— You know, I just—I saw yeah. a, 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 a post by Maluma, who, you know, I'm obsessed with. Yes. Uh, the Colombian superstar, mm -hmm. um, who you s seem incapable of getting on the show. I have had a lot of stuff going on. We'll get Maluma. Anyways, the, he had an Instagram post yesterday. Now I follow Maluma. I follow Maluma because he posts a lot of, of shirtless pictures. He is sure. oh, a sculpture. Yeah. But, it's um, like I have a twin. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, continue. He, he posted a picture yesterday where he was like a third wheel, 
And the couple in the picture was Britney Spears and Jay Balvin. Yeah. I need to understand what's happening there. Right. Somebody, well, I need somebody to, this should be a hot topic. Well, book I'm Maluma. interested in this. Well, book Britney. We'll get, we'll get to the bottom of all of it. I saw you posted an Instagram uh, post this week that was very funny where you took a picture with Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. and you, you, oh, and I you, captioned it twins, and you captioned it twins. Yeah, me and Danny DeVito <laughs> were basically the same guy. Um, love that movie. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of Hollywood like never before with Melissa Rivers' Group Text Podcast. Melissa, renowned for her red carpet expertise and storytelling prowess, invites you to join her and her famous friends for hilarious and heartfelt conversations. From discussing the latest binge-worthy TV shows, navigating the highs and lows of life, and dissecting celebrity fashion, there is never a dull moment. With exclusive stories from special guests like Chelsea Handler, Cheryl Hines, your favorite reality stars, and deep dives into intriguing topics like the Where is Wendy Williams documentary, this podcast offers an insider's look into the glitz and glam of Tinseltown. It's not just Melissa's podcast. It's a collective experience where you're invited to join the conversation. So if you've ever wanted to peek behind the Hollywood curtain, subscribe to Melissa Rivers' group text podcast now on your favorite platform. Get ready for laughter, tears, gossip. In other words, unforgettable moments that'll keep you coming back for more. Don't miss out. This is one group text you won't want to exit. So we had Julia Fox on the show Wednesday. Like Joy, who also knew very little about her before she was on, you said you found her interesting. I had no idea who she was. I kind of had a vague idea that she dated Kanye and they'd done some sort of blood ceremony mm-hmm. together, right? They did something with something blood. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, they exchanged blood or something. They, mm-hmm. they took like a... Well, who uh, hasn't? Whatever. Some, yeah. And, and uh, at first I thought she was beautiful. Um, incredibly vulnerable, articulate. Funny. Uh, I thought eloquent. she was funny. 
um, multidimensional, mm-hmm. um, you know, had so many layers about her. I really enjoyed her. I thought she was she was uh, quite riveting. You have to respect people that are willing to put so much of themselves out there, especially when they write a book and to talk about all this stuff. And it's interesting. I mean, could you except ever, Jada? Except Jada, that's too much. Could you ever write a real tell-all kind of book? Do you think or not really? Oh my God! So many people have to die before I write a book because <laughs> of the things I would have to tell. Speaking of Julia, she said that if I wrote a book, I would have to go through. Uh, it would have to, you would have to. I review would have to it, sign right? off on it. Yeah, I'd have to sign off on some of it. Just the view. Is that part specific. of my contract? Where I would. I don't have it on you? me, but I could check. This is like last time you were asking if you were paid your worth. I'll have to have my. Every time you're here, I have to have the contract out so I can take a look. The only reason I agreed to do this podcast is because I get to bully you. Yes, I know. It's a it's a perk. Um, speaking I think of, that's why Joy does it, too. I think so. Uh, speaking of Julia, who said one of her first jobs was being a dominatrix, I heard you were once invited to a dominatrix party. No, I'm invited now. Oh, you're, you're invited now? I'm invited now. It's somebody, it's a friend of mine who's turning 60, mm-hmm. and the uh, invitation reads, 60 Shades <laughs> of, uh, of Becky is her name, and uh, it's a dominatrix 60, it's a 50 Shades of Grey themed party so the invitation reads like well you know and there's a safe word and there's all of oh, these hysterical. things so yeah i'm that's why i asked julia fox about what it took to get into latex because that's oh, seems... so you were actually looking for tips do you think do you think a latex tube would come in my size the problem is getting out of it it's got to be harder than getting into a wetsuit and getting into a wetsuit is a night yeah that's not pleasant no, that's not getting out of a wetsuit is even worse. All right. Well, yesterday you spoke at a women's leadership event with former View co-host Lisa Ling. Now you've been on the show with her here, I think, right? Do you guys know each other at all? I yeah, we've met several times. We actually meet. Remember, she was also at, at CNN, so mm-hmm. sometimes we'd run into each other there. All right. Last time we were together was at some fancy schmancy gala here in uh, in New York that she was. Um, hosting that she was the MC mm-hmm. for um the, the 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 Gucci thing that I went to and um I'm always so amazed by how kind and even keeled and proper and just wonderful and optimistic and sunshiny and I mean she, you know not emotional she is I just don't understand how in the world anybody like that could could have been uh, at the View. I think it was such a different. <laughs> I, I don't. I think it was such a different time at the View. You well, know, she's not. Uh, I mean, it was a much less political time, right? It was for sure. But she's not. A, she's not a wallflower either. I mean, I think she she can she can come out there and give her. She's uh, an incredibly accomplished journalist, and she she's, is. And she's, she's smart. Done so much. So smart. Written books. Yeah. Won Emmys. Yeah, but no, Lisa. Now, do you feel like? I mean, I I know that the the few times I ever got to spend with Bill Getty before he passed. I felt kind of a kinship with him because there was something, well, I have not done what he's done. He created this show. He understands things in a way that that he and I have gone through things that no one else has gone through because we've been in charge of this show and with a couple other people, Hillary Candy. Um, I I wonder, do you feel like that when you talk to other View hosts, like they kind of get it in a way, or do you just think that's a completely different thing? Not all hosts are created equal. No, Fair. I don't feel a kinship <laughs> with uh, all other hosts, let's just say. Yes. But I, I, I do think that. And also there's, um, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot still of relationships and people that care, that were hosts here that care about folks that work here. Other hosts. Yeah. And members of the staff. There's members of the staff of The View who have been been here since the very beginning. 
it's, you know, in, in that sense. So, like, when I talk to Rosie Perez, uh, who's a, a friend of mine, or Rosie O'Donnell, and, uh, you know, they care about people who work here. And, the, yeah, there's, like, there's, a, there's yeah. a shared experience. Um, Even people who, who didn't necessarily love their tenure as a host of this show generally have very warm memories of the people that work behind the scenes I suspect here. not everybody, but okay, go ahead. I think that's true. No, I think that's true. And um, and to your point, even, I mean, Dana Fisher, who's probably uh, um, one of our very top producers here, was uh, Barbara Walters' assistant on the pilot of this show 26, 27 years ago. It's really something else. Um, it's one of the things I like the most about this show. So we were, I was laughing with Lisa yesterday. We were, you know, I was telling her what Joy's obsessing about and was telling her about mm-hmm. Whoopi being uh, in Rome and, uh, you know, at the Vatican. And it's just, it's always good to catch up. Yeah, no, it's very cool. I like when she comes and visits and I get to pick her brain about what it was like with Barbara and Star and and uh, all and what Joy was like back then, all that sort of stuff. Tell everyone again what you were doing this weekend. Well, this weekend is the New York City Wine and Food Festival. And, you know, um, it, it's been an incredibly tough week, I think, yeah. obviously in Israel and Gaza in the Middle East, but also here in America, where we're watching these images where we are all heartbroken. But I think it's so important to um, continue with our lives. Uh, and to I, I saw a video today of a Israeli soldier, and he was asking us to keep the light in our lives, to do something nice, to do something fun, to do something kind. And I think it's that's incredibly important because what terrorists want to do is make us afraid to live our life. Yeah. Make us afraid to enjoy our lives. Terrorize us. That's where the, the word terrorist comes from. They want to terrorize us out of our normalcy. So this weekend, I am um, hosting some events at the New York City Wine and Food Festival. And it's the first year that there is a Latin night as part of the New York City Wine and Food Festival. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? It's the first time? It's the first time. Um, and... Uh, and it's it all raises the whole all the events of the New York City Wine and Food Festival have raised millions and millions of dollars for God's Love We Deliver, which is mm-hmm. a, a New York based organization that feeds great. the needy. So I'm going to be um, hosting Latin nights. There's going to be food and drink and dance, and we're going to have a great time. A, a bunch of the folks from the View are uh, coming, so a lot of the View family uh, yeah. is going to be there with me. No, it's really, really cool. All right, well, have a great time. It's on Saturday, so I've got Sunday to recover before i got to come back here on Monday. Yeah. And Halloween! And Halloween. Oh, well, yeah, so Halloween, I, I can't give away too much here, but Halloween uh, at The View will be happening. We're in, uh, this is production-wise, one of the hardest times of the year for us because you there's love so much it. to get done. I hate it, but I love it and I hate it. You at the same lie. Time. You love it. It's brutal. There's a lot to do. There's rehearsals. Had, there's costumes. There's fighting with people. I'm looking forward to seeing what your costume's going to be. We never know what your costume's going to be. You've So you've done uh, Ted Lasso. You've yeah. done I was The Princess, Wizard of Oz. I was Princess Leia one year in drag. Um, I was... Uh, Andy Dufresne from the Shawshank Redemption. You were uh, Princess Leia. I was, yeah. You would probably get deported from Florida by Ron DeSantis. For I think that. I probably, I probably should have been. Um, <laughs> no, so this year, um, I have my my one request is that I'd like to be somewhat cool. I know that's a stretch, but what do you mean? Uh, my costume. I'd like to look good. I'd like to look cool for a change. You know. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I don't know if I can pull it off. Mm, that's a. It's a tall that's a, order. That's a tall order. It's a tall order. Yeah, but we'll see what I can do. I got, I got some plans. All right. 
on Monday, Sarah Haynes sits down with our friend Greta Monahan. You guys know her from Veer Deal, and she's going to talk uh, about Breast Cancer Awareness Month and share some of her personal story. Um, right now, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Behind the Table is executive produced by Brian Tetta. Supervising producers are Nathan Getty and Summer Shake, with production assistant Emily Darcy. The vice president of ABC Audio is Liz Alessi, and the executive producer of podcast programming is Laura Mayer. Special thanks to Lori Hogan, Susie Liu, Meg Fierro, Enza Dolce Nini, Josh Cohan, Ariel Chester, Frankie Perez, Audrey Mostek, and Dana Schaefer. Step into the world of Hollywood like never before with Melissa Rivers' Group Text Podcast. Melissa, renowned for her red carpet expertise and storytelling prowess, invites you to join her and her famous friends for hilarious and heartfelt conversations. From discussing the latest binge-worthy TV shows, navigating the highs and lows of life, and dissecting celebrity fashion, there is never a dull moment. With exclusive stories from special guests like Chelsea Handler, Cheryl Hines, your favorite reality stars, and deep dives into intriguing topics like the Where is Wendy Williams documentary, this podcast offers an insider's look into the glitz and glam of Tinseltown. It's not just Melissa's podcast. It's a collective experience where you're invited to join the conversation. So if you've ever wanted to peek behind the Hollywood curtain, subscribe to Melissa Rivers' group text podcast now on your favorite platform. Get ready for laughter, tears, gossip. In other words, unforgettable moments that'll keep you coming back for more. Don't miss out. This is one group text you won't want to exit.